Finally, Drunken Your House is back. Ladies and gentlemen, after popular demand, and by popular demand I mean me and Zach really, really, really wanted to talk about crappy wrestling. Uh, we're back. So, um, <laughs> what's, yeah, kind of, like, we really... We didn't really want to, we just wanted to get drunk. Yeah, we were like, hey, we might as well, since we're already drinking, we should watch In Your Houses and record it, because at least 24 of you like it. And that's important. That's so. fantastic. Thank you guys for all the uh, support. Yes, thank you for all the listens, everyone. Um, so we're back, and you know that means half of you will come back probably and listen to maybe. it. So it's perfectly fine. Possibly. Maybe, maybe Possibly. I might pay some of you. I doubt it. No, um, I don't even pay Zach. So, but yeah, we're back. And uh, how you doing, Zach? How are things? Things are things. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been with you, buddy. Life. We've, life. Work. Life. Life and tired and work and uh, drunken shenanigans with you. Yes. Yeah, me and him. We've had quite the month. We've seen <laughs> some things and done some stuff. and We've uh, made quite a, quite a mess of our lives. JK, it's just fine. Things are fine. We're fine. We're fine. Nobody, needs, nobody needs to go to meetings. Um, so yeah, we're here to talk about uh, In Your House 2, The Lumberjacks, right? Is that the name? Lumberjacks? No, the, it's just in your house, too. I swear to God, it's called, like, the Lumberjacks or something. It's probably something stupid like that. Because <laughs> the main event had Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. Goodies I versus baddies. But it took place on July 23rd, 1995, with 6,482 in attendance in Nashville, Tennessee. So that's what we will be talking about today. But before we get into In Your House... Let's Joe's talk. Got some New Japan stuff. To let's do. talk a little New Japan because that's what I'm all the lazy fuck. That's what all the kids are are raging about is New Japan, and I'm like, hey, I need to know about it because it's not like I've not seen New Japan over my span of you know, thirty years of watching wrestling. So I mean, cool beans, man. Let's check it out. All this Kenny Omega rage and Okada being a rainmaker and champion. So yeah, this uh, bearded lazy fuck next to me. Has yet to see Okada versus Omega 2. And that makes me sad because it's like saying that you haven't, you know, seen God before because it's just <laughs> kind of like what everyone talks about. And it's like Dave Meltzer gave it 6.25 or whatever. It seven stars or out of whatever, five. Seven Dave stars. Meltzer, your rating doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, we still love you. We still love you. Um,. But yeah, no, I watched it. I literally sat there, hung over on a Sunday, laying in my bed uh, with my very... After a failed attempt, I'm guessing, of trying to record this podcast. Yeah, most likely. No, I think it was uh, right after... I think it was after Bar Night 2 with you? Uh, the messy night where you were trying to get some and that didn't work? Oh out yeah, anymore. that was terrible. Yeah, that was I, the thing. I stayed up until like 5 in the morning and then uh, got some sleep, woke up, and then realized the Dominion event was... You know, the day before, or that day, maybe. I don't remember, but 
uh, yeah, I ended up uh, sitting there watching it on my Sunday while my uh, tired girlfriend, who, or fiance, I should say, tired fiance came home from uh, from work trying to get naps, and I kept interrupting her with loud Japanese commentary and men grunting. So that's always fun. But yeah, no, I sat there watching Dominion uh, event, and it was really good. I like, I didn't have too many too many beefs, and obviously I'm not going to go through and, and, you know, talk about all the matches, but we will talk about Okada versus Omega 2. 60-minute draw. Who just saw that coming? When was the last time you can remember a 60-minute draw in a match? Like, think about that. When was the last time you could think of one? Because I can't. You know what I mean? The Iron Man match, and even that had a conclusion because they made people... Finish the matchup. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it was really cool seeing that. I like that finish. Uh, obviously, it leaves a lot of questions. Uh, you have the Cody Rhodes part of the match, which obviously Zach doesn't know, so spoiler alert. He comes out with a towel, tries to throw a towel in midway through the match, and then the Young Bucks were like, no, no, Kenny's not a pussy. Don't throw that towel in. Let him do his thing. And so, yeah, they put on a really good match. I thought it was better, honestly, than the um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom match, which was a great match, too. Wrestle so, um, Kingdom was going to be hard to beat. Well, you I've need, seen that match, like, four times. So. Right. Well, you need to stop being a lazy piece of shit and start watching it, because if you don't, you're not going to know what it's all about. So, um, my take on it at this point in time, I think everyone's got their own ideas of what's going on, especially with the G1 special in... California this past weekend uh, with Kenny winning the uh, IWGP US title in that tournament which I watched the first rounds of the tournament him and uh, him and Michael Elgin tore it down man that was a good match uh, Okada versus Cody wasn't a too bad wasn't too bad in an event uh, or a main event or yeah main event for that night um, I haven't seen part two yet I think I'm gonna wait until next week and watch it on uh, Axis um, and, uh, we'll see. But Kenny wins, obviously. A uh, little dissension inside spoiler the Bullet Club. Alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, everyone. Sorry, I should have said that ahead of time, but whatever, alcohol. Um, and, like, if you don't know already, and if you're listening to this and you don't know already, then why are you listening to this? Stupid. It's in your house in 1995 where they're concerned. We fooled and you. we're drunk. <laughs> we fooled you because we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh, but no, um, my take on it is that there was some, there's some dissension inside a Bullet Club right now. Uh, ultimately, it's going to come down to, obviously, everyone's talking about uh, Okada Omega 3 as a possibility in the G1. If that's the case, I'm pretty excited to see that. I want to see it. Um, and then there's a lot of talk because I don't think Kenny's... I think Kenny's only signed to a one-year deal, as far well, as I've seen. That's and, how New Japan runs their shit. Yeah. one-year deals. But I think for some of the bigger stars, they go a little more. But Kenny only signed a one-year deal to come back right before... Uh, right after Wrestle Kingdom. And I think his contract will be coming up. So they're putting their stock in him as much as possible. But at the same time, I think they're... You know, they're still testing the waters because they don't know what he wants to do yet. You know what I mean? And we'll yep. see. We'll see what Kenny does and we'll see what happens with Bullet Club. Um, the Bucks are killing it. That's all I got to say. Fucking too sweet, brother. Like, gotta love me some Young Bucks. Uh, also, Hot Topic. They got <laughs> merch there. So, you'll catch me at a Hot Topic. 
picking up a Super Kick Party shirt. New Japan promotion people, if you're listening, it'd be great if we could get, you know, advertising. That'd be great because we're advertising your shit. We are advertising your stuff. So if you happen to listen to this and you go, what the hell am I doing listening to two drunk fools from the Midwest talk about our product? It's fine, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people are doing it, so, but we're cool, so you can totally throw your sponsorship around this. Um, so yeah, the word that I sponsorship, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't know, I took it as a, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Obviously we're going to get a Cody versus Kenny Omega match, most likely for the U.S. title. Spoiler alert, Cody will probably win the title. Um, and then, you know, I don't know, I think it all should end with, even if we get a Okada Omega 3 in G1, you have Kenny win it, then you have Kenny win G1, and then you have Okada Omega 4 with, you know, that's the rubber match, because you have one tie, or Okada won the first one, you have the tie, and then you get Kenny Omega to win the third, you know, that second match, you know, have a decisive victory. And then you go into the third one, and then that's going to, I don't know, that'll tear the house down. And obviously they're aiming to make Kenny a, a face now in Japan. They're trying to make him a good guy. LA yeah, so. show last week? This weekend, this past weekend. Yeah. So, I love how you chime in with stuff. I love it. <laughs> I have ten little tidbits of information. And that's why we love you, Zach. That's why we pay you the big bucks here. Um, no. So yeah, we just uh, touch a little on uh, some New Japan, because that's uh, stuff that interests hot me. Topic. A hot topic nowadays. Um, I mean, if you want to talk a small little bit uh, of Ring of Honor, Cody Rhodes wins the Ring of Honor world title. Uh, cool beans, whoop de shit. I mean, I'm not... I am. I like I Ring of Honor. Not. I like Ring of Honor. Um, it's not the Ring of Honor that I knew, but it's, you know, it's still, if I can catch it, I'll watch it. Um, I haven't seen the match with him and Daniels. Uh, I heard it was pretty good. Like, there were some good spots and stuff like that. I don't know. Kenny, or not Kenny, but uh, Cody Rhodes is yet, for me and I think for a lot of other people, he's not looked at as a main eventer yet. Like, he's still pretty much, like, that mid-card guy who's just like, ooh, I'm edgy now, and I can say, fuck the revival. <laughs> right, so, like, I, I like him on Being the Elite on YouTube, but that's... I can't get into his matches, I can't get into his stuff. I'm not really, you know... Catch me in, like, a year, and maybe it'll be different. Maybe he'll Joe's impress me somewhere. Really on the roads. Uh, there's only one, and it's Dusty. <laughs> Dusty. So... Um, so, yeah, that's little tidbits here and there of, uh, some extra news. If you want to talk WWE, nobody really wants to talk no. WWE. I'll leave that up to the pros. That'll, you know, they know stuff. Uh... On the, on, on the network. I'm you still, guys got WWE covered, I'm sure. Right, everyone's got that, Greg. You and, uh, you and Donald got this, so we'll leave it up to you guys. Um... Uh, if anything, just when's the fucking broken character coming, huh? When, when's Matt Hardy getting the broken character back? That's what I'm waiting for. That's what I, everyone's waiting for. No, Brock and Joe for a Great Balls of Fire. Waiting for that. That's going to be a fucking barn burn. Unless they fuck that up. They, they're going to fuck that up, I feel. Brock and Samoa Joe and uh, uh, fucking... 
landmine match. That's what. Ooh. That's what should happen. See, now we're just now you're tossing in dangerous now I'm just, death match stipulations. Exactly, like death match. Since we're on the tip of uh, Japan, we might as well start tossing stuff like that in there. Um. So yeah, um, that's pretty much what we got. We have uh, alcohol in front of us right now, obviously. Um, Fantastic. And uh, yeah, you guys should. If you're not drinking right now while listening to this, shame on you. Because well, we get it. You have jobs. We right. do too, but we don't. Right. Catch it till Whatever. Then. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, it'll be the fourth. You'll have. You'll probably be drinking anyway. So just push play, and you'll enjoy it. If anything, you'll probably enjoy it more. And like it so um yeah so let's dive in uh the main event. wait so before we get before we get into in your house anymore let's talk about the month before in your house king of the, ring. King of the goddamn ring well let's oh, talk about Jesus. may may 22nd 1995 Monday Night Raw, do you know who made their triumphant return, their babyface triumphant return after multiple back-breaking powerbombs from Sid? <laughs> do you know, Zach? A drug problem? Shawn Michaels. It was Shawn, heartbreak kid, coke binge for days, <laughs> beard grown out, Shawn Michaels. That's who, he just came back like a ball fire. And uh, beat King Kong Bundy on that Monday Night Raw, and then reunited with his big daddy, with Big Daddy Cool, with his big, big buddy, and uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, to form uh, a cool guy super team. Uh, so yeah, that happened. And then we had uh, the King of the Ring in June. We obviously didn't watch it. Uh, I skimmed over some things because we are only touching in your houses, obviously. Um, so oh, quick rundown. Quick rundown uh, of that. Savio Vega beat Yokozuna by countout. Go figure. Brody with Jeff Jarrett defeated Bob Holly. Who saw that one coming? Uh, was Shawn it when he was spark plug? It was when he was spark plug. <laughs> uh, Shawn Michaels and Kama time limit draw. Who'd have thought? Hey, bringing it around town. Yep, bringing it around town. Because if you look at the brackets. For the '95 King of the Ring, there's only two people that should have been in those in that finals. Should have been Shawn Michaels, and it should have been The Undertaker. But it wasn't because fuck your booking. Oh. And then we got Mabel defeated The Undertaker in Wonderball. Finals. Wonderball beat The Undertaker. And then Savio Vega defeated The Roadie. Okay. That makes sense to me. Uh, and the final, Mabel versus Savio Vega. What the fuck? How long oh, did that go? Eight minutes and 32 seconds. That is literally seven minutes too long. <laughs> that should have been a, a fat on you. If you're going to have Mabel win, you come in, you fucking roll in like a Wonder Ball, you throw the candy, you throw the inside candy out at him, and you say, fuck you in a minute, man. Like, you don't let that go eight minutes. It's depressing. And then, you know, disappointing main event, Diesel versus Bam Bam, or Diesel and Bam Bam Bigelow versus Tefaka and Psycho Sid. So, yeah. Yeah. Which oh, lasted 17 minutes and 35 seconds. That's, that's even, that's, uh, that's also 16 minutes and some odd seconds too long. Uh, was there the Kiss My Foot match? 
Yes. The Kiss My Foot match but was I just probably... skipped it because we were going over King of the Ring, so I was yeah. just like... That, and I covered the main event because... You had to. It's, it's, it's the second part of a trilogy of shitty Diesel versus Sid matches, because that's, that's what WWE likes to do at this point in time. Yeah, and I think we can only put ourselves through so many Diesel and Sid matches, so, uh... Let's hope for the best here. <laughs> you know I mean? Yay! Oh man, I've never wanted. Uh, like I sat here, I literally was watching with you, because uh, not to you know give too much of our you know uh, behind the scenes stuff. Spoilers. Yeah, our behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. But uh, we totally watched about seventy five percent of this last weekend, and we were going to record, but then we got tired and up. sad. Um, and then I realized. 75% way through of that pay-per-view that this is why I drink. <laughs> the 1995 WWF makes me drink. It made me drink, and it makes me drink to this day, so I have a lot of uh, a lot of demons in me that I need to just let you know, right. bury. That's what I need to do. Um, so then, Shall we get on to the first match, then? Yes. Oh, before we do, let's talk about the two matches that we didn't see that we were like, why the fuck can't we see it? Because we don't own the Coliseum Hunt video. Bastards. Technically, there's three. One's a dark match, so I guess that doesn't count. No, we'll talk about the two that were on the Coliseum Home video, which are the two that were the most important. Our Undertaker versus Kama with Koma, Kama, I don't know. It's Kama. With... Ted DiBiase at ringside, Paul Bearer at Undertaker's Corner, casket match, which lasted 14 minutes, 50 seconds. Um, it looked cool. We saw the highlights of it, and it so, looked, eh, you know what I mean? Because it's a casket match, so whatever. I mean, it lasts longer than the main event, so, you know. There you go. And uh, I feel like those two probably punched each other. Because I think, I can't remember, like, this is probably the phase where Taker was starting to get out of just mainly choking dudes most of the time. I feel like he was throwing some uppercuts in there, uh, maybe some slams. Not yet your Nagis and triangle chokes like in 02, 03, but like, you know, he looked like he could throw down a little bit, and I feel like it was okay. Um, I don't know if we're going by highlights for that one. And uh, Taker wins, so. Yeah, Taker one. Um, casket match, go figure. Yeah, obviously. Although he has a record of losing casket matches, but well, they're you know. Anyway, spoiler alert for the future. Or Shawn Michaels. So, um, and the other match, what were we got? Bret Hart versus Gene. Uh, Jean. Jean Pierre Lafitte. Yeah. Yep. Lafitte. The pirate. The French Canadian pirate. With an eye Jean, patch. Yep, with an eye patch. Who later? We'll wait till then, because I think that's maybe next, maybe at SummerSlam, or next in your house. He steals Brett's jacket. That's pretty much a thing, and then Brett does a sick-ass dive while he's coming out during an entrance. That's nearly kills the man. Yeah, nearly someone, kills the man. Someone stole a jacket. Fantastic. Right, I'd get in, if I had Bret Hart's jackets and somebody fucking stole one, I'd kill him too. Those things were cool. I like the little shoulder tassels. Those were my shit when I grew up. I still want one. Like, me and Lauren, I think, will fight about it at points of time. Like, <laughs> what are you spending your rent check on? And I was like, Bret Hart jacket? <laughs> like, she'll leave me, I think, one day because of that. Brett um, beat JPL. That's what I'm going to work on, I like that. I like I that. Don't, I don't care. Fuck JPL. He doesn't it's JPL. Care. No. No one cares. 
But um, that match lasted 13 minutes, 22 sec or 26 seconds. Apologies, alcohol. Um, and I feel like that would have been, if on that pay per view, would have been top contender for best match with uh, between that or the IC title match for best match of the night. Would have been those two. So then let's kick off to where we started. Well, let's hold the fuck up. So you have WWE Network, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why those two matches aren't on the fucking thing. Like, because they it's do... on the video, but why right. the fuck isn't it on the network? Because paying, they they you're paying, paying ten dollars. <laughs> because <laughs> trust me, trust me when I tell you. You should get everything. Trust me when I tell you. As an avid subscriber to the network, I am very pissed off that I didn't get those matches. Because instead of going based off of just the pay per view itself. You should give me nothing but Coliseum Home Video <laughs> releases because there were always extra matches. And then, like, Network, what are you doing with your life? Like, I could name right now things you could put on there. You should have an entire Coliseum Home Video section so I can watch Slam Jam or Undertaker Gravest Matches or whatever the fuck that video was with Paul Bear and his ugly face on the thing. You know what I mean? Like... Or would the the one whack 'em smack 'em with uh, Bret Hart versus uh, Ric Flair for the WWF title? That's on that cassette. I had that cassette. I no longer have that cassette. It depresses me. Also, I'm still <laughs> waiting for Thunder. They need to have Thunder on there at some point. Oh God, no. And maybe like old superstars, or you know, whatever. Get with Texas the Texas or Tuesday in Texas. That's on there. Oh That's shit. On there. I, I definitely. I, I, I'm not rich enough to own WWE Network at the moment, so... Uh, I apparently am the most classiest and sedity of people here. Uh, He's drinking okay. UV, I'm drinking beer. Uh, that's yeah. what was in my house. So. Yeah. It's delicious, and I've had a lot of it. Um, Alright, so... Let's dive fast into it. Fast forward to the first match. That where, where does this take place? In Nashville? Nashville, Tennessee. Which is very, very... Very noticeable by the country music opening, uh, Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon both wearing the most, yeah, the most, you know, we're country, country, country-ass looking gear with Jerry Lawler's little baby mullet that he was growing at the time sticking out of the back of the, it was, it was terrible. It was terrible. But anyway. But they the greet us with their faces and they say do. some shit. I think Vince tried to two-step, and it was terrible, and then I was like, do we really have to put ourselves through this shit? And then Zach's like, yes, for the good of the film. Yeah. For the good of the recording, yeah. I should yeah. say. Drinking. Mm -hmm. So, already off to a bad start with drinking. Yeah. But, the first match we agreed to buy is not the Skip versus Aldo Montoya dark match that lasted four minutes. But nope, because I would have yeah. fucking turned it off. <laughs> if that was it, I would have turned it off. But the first match we're greeted with is the roadie, a.k.a. Road Dog. Few a few years later. Wow. All right. Mm -hmm. Talk. You can do Words. this. Words. You have this. I um, believe in you. Versus the one, two, three kid. A little. Years later would be X-Pac. A little DX. Uh, meeting of DX before DX got together. And that a was a clash. And a singles match. And this was all set up because of... Uh, in your house, Sir Ramon and fucking Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, and uh, they were supposed to do that tag match at the In Your House one. Last one. And uh, Kid was injured, 
with a neck injury. Uh, and then, yeah, so that's what we were gonna call him. I forgot, <laughs> Meth Fairy. And then uh, they came in, and he made a return. I think on Raw or something like that, because I think they showed the highlight video. And then uh, Rhodey attacks him, gives him a couple little uh, whackums, a uh, axe handle behind the neck and stuff like that, and kind of breaks him down with Jeff. And so it sets up this little uh, little nugget of gold here. So. <laughs> You, uh, uh, I liked it. I liked that match. <laughs> I thought it was a really good match. It was a good back and forth. And it was pretty much the best, like, Sean Waltman road dog match you're going to get, I think, honestly. Maybe. Like, that was pretty good. I mean, if you put those two together for that, for an opener, I mean, you could do worse. I mean, the spot, the spot of the match was the, the, the pile driver off the top rope, which... If you're not up to date with current WWE rules, you can't do that. Not available. You can't do that anymore. It's illegal. Yeah, no. Which happens to be the finish of the match, but I like. Uh, there's good back and forth. Some dives out to the outside. I think Road uh, ended up doing like a an apron axe handle thing, but it looked cool. Um, sh- one two three kid with a s- pretty decent frog splash or an early frog splash. Cause you gotta think, this is what? Summer of 95, there's only one dude you're associating the Frog Splash with, and it ain't in that company, Viva La Rasa. So, uh, and yeah, it wasn't too terrible. Like, it was a pretty decent back and forth. Um, one, two, three kids sold the neck pretty well, and then that's what played into the end of the match when uh, Road Dog caught him up there, uh, climbing up the top rope, and then hit him with that sick second rope pile driver. For the one, two, three, and he Woo! beats him uh, to open up things, which uh, again, you know, it and could be celebrated. worse. And he celebrated, and then he went back, and then made talks about Double J's concert, which let me tell oh, you now we'll get to that that's show later. gonna happen here. So, all right, so second card for this this fantastic pay per view. Oh, every time I look, there's more matches. <laughs> so bad. Anyway. Alright, Men on a Mission, which for you that did not watch this pay-per-view is King Mabel and Sir Moe. Yep, two giant chocolate wonder balls coming out, one bigger than the other, and then... And then they're up against Razor Ramon and Savio Vega, the Cubans. Is it racist if I call him Wonder Ball? I think so. Like, I think it's just, he looks like a Wonder Ball, right? Yeah, kind of. Well, not in this match, he kind of... Uh, I, I don't know. know. He was pretty purple and goldy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he had looked the like Macho Man thing going on. He did. He had a giant Macho Man chocolate candy bar cover. That Willy Wonka bar. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So. Uh, so this pay per view, Mabel is now Willy Wonka bar. Willy so, Wonka bar. Last one listeners. was Wonder Ball. This time it's uh, the Wonka bar. Uh, Wonka Bar with Little Wonka Bar versus Razor Ramon and, and Savio Vega. Which um, lasted 10 minutes and 9 seconds. So. Yeah, and uh, little highlights from that match. Uh, Mabel with a with a goddamn. Was it an Inziguri or a spin Fucking wheel? kick to the back of the head yeah, like of Savio Vega. That was a thing. We saw spin all that kick. fat up in the air for, you know. At least two, three seconds. At least two, three seconds. Also, we should note, um, every match, we d- like. I started doing it, I think I mentioned it to Zach about midway through, if not by the end, when we stopped watching. 
Uh, every match had a DDT, so I think I turned that into a slight bit of a drinking game that every time I saw a DDT, I was like, I'm going to drink. There was definitely one in this one. There was one before that, um, which wasn't a bad one. I think it was Mabel hitting a DDT, and it was pretty, pretty decent. Wasn't too terrible. So, we got got that far, and then Savio Vega was in most of the match, and then Mabel and fucking Mo. There were like, yeah, so we're going to just double-team Savio Vega for a muscle match. So we tagged Razor in. No, remember that? Because we made that, I made that joke of, uh, that was the one time where Razor's like, cool, I get to work a tag, or where Scott Hall was like, cool, I get to work a tag match. I'm going to stay on the apron, drunk right now. And when you're ready to tag me in, I'll let you know when I'm not feeling good. good. You know, when I stop feeling terrible, like, I'll tag you in. And, like, he just watched Savio Vega take some bumps and do some things, and then he's like, all right, time to do my 30 seconds of work. Hot tag. Hot tag. Comes in, kicks a little ass, does, if I'm not mistaken, he hit the second the second rope uh, avalanche backdrop, right? Maybe. I, I think so. It was the know. second rope backdrop. It's been a week. And anyway, <laughs> set up for the razor's edge. That didn't work out like you thought it would. Uh, Mabel comes in, does some things, fats all over him. One, it's two, three. Over. That was the that was the game. Oh, and the Wonka side bars note. win. Side note: um, We didn't mention the entrance. So prior to this, Razor Ramon had a rib injury from uh, Private Raw or King of the Ring. Wasn't well. It? From Mabel, I'm guessing. Right, but I can't remember if it was from King of the Ring. Uh, not in the match, because I think it was in Savio's corner for most yeah. of King of the Ring. It was either King of the Ring or Raw. Um, ended up catching the... Ribs. The rib crushing. He was actually having surgery on something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Um, but Razor came out with the rib, and we're like, Oh, I'm going to be hurt this match. No, it was fake, so... Which, if you know, you gotta give Scott Hall credit for anything. It's a uh, man knows psychology, and the man knows how to sit on an apron and tell you, "Good job, kid. Woo! Earn that paycheck." Cause you know what I'm doing, taking it in and getting the hot tag, brother. So, oh, another next. We love you, Scott Hall. Oh, one second. Oh. Oh, technical difficulties. Have you lost your? Okay, so. Now we're on to the real shit show. Alright, what's happened here? Double J concert talk. Oh, this is when Todd Pettengill, uh, the camera pans over to Todd. Todd's over by the stage where the Jeff Jarrett band is hanging out. And he's talking to them and getting them like, You guys ready? You guys ready concert? Or was it the audience? I don't remember if it was the stage or the audience. It was one of the two, because I remember there was a point where they were in the audience asking people. No, it was afterwards. It was after the concert, because, like, how'd you feel? And the kid's like, he's not that bad, but I still hate him. That was after the concert. No, this is when he was talking to the bandmates and stuff like that, which, again, pointless, and I was like, I need a cigarette, so. I don't care. I really didn't. And then we move from Double J concert talk to, uh... Lumberjack segment, which, you know... Well, okay. Was it the good guys, I think? I think it was both. Uh, we got a bad guy shot of uh, Million Dollar Corporation and all their bought-off dudes. And then we get a shot of... Uh, Bam Bam talking to Tonka talking like fucking he's retarded. No, no, no. We got uh, Sean and Diesel. We did. In the back, they were hawking merch. 
It wasn't even lumberjack talk. They were hawking merch. They were like, sell our t-shirts, yo, yeah. because we need monies. Go no. cabin ain't gonna buy it. So I just remember I mean? Tatanka talking like an idiot. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Tatanka? I don't know. Tom. I love Tatanka, but you just sound like a moron. Sorry, dude. I mean, 95. 95. Again, is that Coke habit gonna buy itself? It's not gonna buy itself, so you have to sell that merch. And then we get to the, the Fantastic Diary sandwich that is Double J's concert. Alright. So at this point in <laughs> viewing the pay-per-view, Joe and I are already probably about three drinks in. No, I don't think that. Okay, I was. Okay, I was three drinks in. I was probably two drinks in before we started playing the pay-per-view. So I can't count my drink. <laughs> I had one as we started the pay-per-view. So I'm already probably three drinks in. By the time the concert showed up, I was like... Hey Zach, you know no. what sounds great? Time let's out. go get a Half shot. Time. Yeah, let's go take a shot. I'm gonna go outside smoke a cigarette. By the time we come back, that concert should be done. So it we wasn't. Skip. So then we fast forwarded yeah. through it. Yeah, because you know. You have technology. Because you know, be with my baby tonight and all that shit. We've heard it. I've heard it. It's catchy, but we both know how that ends, and it's stupid. So. Um, yeah, no. We both hate Jeff Jarrett, so it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's you know, fine. hey, congratulations, Global Force Wrestling. You're a thing now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Our champions, Alberto El Patron. Ugh. You know, nobody gives a shit. All right? Nobody cares. And back to 1990. 1995. 90, um, yep. So, yeah, we skipped the whole concert because it was stupid pointless. Like, if I was... You know, a child, maybe I'd sit and watch it, but I'm no. a grown-ass man Not with even. a job and uh, alcohol and pubic hair and, and, pubic hair and uh, ball fro, um, and, I, and, I, and I drink, so I didn't I want am, to deal with I it. I didn't feel like my balls shriveling up was worth Nope. That I was like, I looked at my downstairs area, and I was like, nope, you're a man. I should leave now. <laughs> stupid. It says two guys that are talking about pro wrestling right now. <laughs> it's the greatest shit ever. It's the best. Got we got this. Um, <laughs> alright. So, next up on the ma- er, card list, whatever, booking. Here we go. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Hog? Or, uh... Henry O. Godwin. Who's a pig farmer. Squeal. Whoop. So... And I totally forgot. This was what was funny, is I totally forgot that, uh... Uh... Henry Godwin came in as a heel. I completely forgot because I've known Henry Godwin, like if I remember my memories, is like the pig pen match with like Hunter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was a good guy and like Phineas. And the only time that I remember him going heel was in that weird period where they got together with Jeff Jarrett in like 98 against X-Pac at like SummerSlam. You guys can't see my face right now, but it's I'm pretty close to puking. It's bad. Um, yeah, no, so I completely forgot. And then uh, Bam Bam and him had a little, uh, little tussle. Tussle. It was will. five minutes and 33 so. seconds. Didn't we? And we got a, um, again, DD, DDT count. There was definitely a DDT on Bam Bam's part, I think. Yep. So that was definitely worth a drink. Um, highlights on my end were uh, a Bam Bam kick. Um, that were that was pretty fucking well, cool and impressive. In general, right? I love Batman. I love Bam Bam. Batman. Dude. 
Batman's a fantastic worker, guys. Batman is a great worker because <laughs> he thinks everyone's sleeping when he truly killed them. Um, off topic. Off topic. That's no, a Bam long Bam, podcast. Right. <laughs> Bam Bam is like one of my favorite big men of all time. I loved watching Bam Bam work. Um, he, I don't know. He, I was just always a big fan of Bam Bam because I knew he could do shit that nobody else could. You know what I mean? Like, he could do that stupid moonsault. Like, it really wasn't a moonsault, but it was close enough for a fat guy. Better than Brock Lesnar's. Right. Um, I don't even know if he... Does he do moonsaults? No, he did that one and almost fucked up his career. Yeah. 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 He landed those all the time. And then he tries it one time in the biggest stage of all time. No, because you know who had a better moonsault (laughs) than Bam Bam? Vader. (laughs) Vader has a better moonsault than Bam Bam. But Bam Bam had a cool moonsault, and he could work. So could uh, Vader. I mean, I can't shoot on Vader, because Vader was dope as fuck, too. It's Vader time. Um, It's Vader time. The only thing that I can say about Bam Bam is, I haven't seen many of his matches, but I remember him from the WrestleMania arcade game. Oh, nerd. Yeah, yeah. What a nerd. fucking fucked up. No, I do remember that. And then he just fucking body slams you and burns you like... Oh my god. Some fucking crazy person. Dude, do you remember... Uh, and then Vince goes, boom, shakalaka, and you're like, fuck. Do you remember, uh, was it LJN? Or yes, not LJN? it's LJN. Uh, no, no, no. No, that oh. was... Are you thinking WrestleMania the arcade game? Uh-huh. That was a uh, claim. A claim. Um, no, LJN had the... Um, had the Monday Night Raw. And Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble. But I remember Raw because they had the super finishers and Bam Bam's was like a big fucking skinny top thing (laughs) that he did. It was like a tornado. Like it was dope as hell, dude. I like that. But anyways. uh, So Bam Bam wins. But there was the best part about it was the botch diving headbutt because he basically looked like he fell face first (laughs) onto the mat. Like he missed completely and I think that was on purpose but like he did it in a way that it didn't look like it was on purpose. <laughs> like, he was just like, oh, I died. Like, it was I like died. a Chris Benoit terrible. It was bad. Uh, uh, don't say that name. Cut, 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 cut. All right. Cut. WWE don't want that. All right. So. That's like Baltimore. You don't say that. Don't say that. You don't say uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Next match that lasts 20 minutes and one second. That's weird. Oh, um. Yeah. HBK versus Jeff Jarrett with Rhodey at ringside. Woohoo! For the Intercontinental title. So we have differing. Bleh. Different. Well, those are words. Yeah. Joe, you can you can fill in. Um, what is Apparently, it? The IC match? Yes. So we have the Intercontinental title match. Before then, we got a little uh, 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 Coke fueled Shawn Michaels promo where he rambled on about his birthday um he looked very lost for about 20 seconds he you could note that he fucked up a little uh while talking to todd pettengill back there he was like so today well it's my birthday and i'd love to win an iron cocktail time and like just went through to get a whole this thing. out of the way guys and michaels, michaels with a beard cocaine man crush man crush all day me and joe gay just straight gay. like you can, you can have all I got, brother. <laughs> you can have it all. Shit. <laughs> Alright, well, now that that's out there, back to I feel like back to wrestling. I feel like it's going to be an everyday thing until he shaves. And yeah. when he shaves, we get, we get depressed. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no. Or uh, Tully kicks Rick Flair and says, I love you. Either uh, way. No, that makes me cry. Spoiler alert. Many years from no. that point. Not now, but... Anyway. Many years from now. From that We're point. We're in 1995, Joe, right now. Oh, are we? Yeah. I definitely shouldn't be drinking. You definitely shouldn't be drinking. Nope. What are we doing? Uh, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good thing. Um... There was that point where the roadie came out and made the whole introduction because he started playing Jeff Jarrett's music. And yeah, then roadie the came out and he was like, yeah. Terrible. And then he's like, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest of all time. And then like yeah, Jeff yeah. Jarrett came out with his glowy fucking glasses and his Rip thing. off Rick player thing, whatever. Fuck you. Yeah, no, we yeah. literally talked about it. Of Jeff Jarrett was the Nashvilleian poor man's version of Ric Flair done wrong. Like if you, if you tried remember, to, we came to the conclusion that if. Ric Flair and Honky Tonk Man were both broke and made love to each other. That became Jeff Jarrett. Yep. Jeff Jarrett's character. You are not fucking wrong. No. Sweet Jesus. And then last pay-per-view, he looked like a fucking zebra on, on fucking meth, so, you know. And this one, I don't even know. This one, he was blue and yellow and light up, and it was fucking weird. I don't even know. Y'all you know, just talk, I need a poor new drink, because you're just all over the place with me. Um, no, this is a good one. This is a good back and forth, you know, Sean, you know, hot coming back, doing his business, just, you know, hey, look at me doing some wrestling moves, and then comes and in. lost his smile. We nope. found out Sean's whole gig was being a male stripper, so, you know, yeah, 95, we really, that was risky. Yeah, no, we really came up with a conclusion, like, that was like a... Like an epiphany that most people knew, and like we knew, but I think we dug very deep inside ourselves over the years that we just didn't want to admit that Shawn Michaels is basically a man stripper that got over, <laughs> and then just kept that for pretty much his whole career, and then he just became an old man. And then stripper. he found Jesus. Yeah, and, and then he just did. became a Jesus loving man stripper who got old, <laughs> who's like I don't strip anymore, but I still have these cool chat pants and shiny jackets. So. So yeah, that um, was the Intercontinental Championship. And then We didn't even get into it yet, brother. You're just skipping all around. Let's talk about it a little bit. Some good back and forth. Sean starts off hot, coming in, doing different business. Opinions. Jeff opinions. came in. Oh, someone's got a different opinion than me yeah, on this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the shadiest. Once we get to the portion of the show where we do uh, worst to best, I think we're going to have a different list, and it's up to you to figure out whether or not it, it, what you feel. But, uh, yeah, me and Zach are definitely going to have a different list, I think. Um, good back and forth. Sean, you know, starting off hot, doing business. Jarrett coming in, cutting him off midway through. Then it was that slow, like, Sean buildup, like, you think he's coming in, and house of fire, Jarrett stop him off at the pass, get stuff going. Uh, Jarrett would hit him with a front gourd buster. Oh, there was a cool-ass uh, back body drop, I think. Uh, Jeff did to Sean, and Sean went over the the, the post. Oh, yeah. Remember well, that out of the, the corner? The classic Sean yeah. thing where he not the, not the Not the, not the Michael's flop, or the flare <laughs> flop. This was literally him running to the corner, Jeff Jarrett ducks under Tips him over for the big back body or the big back body drop, and he just goes sailing over <laughs> the post. And you see him gone. He's gone. Uh, hits him with a gourd but or uh, with a gourd buster. Um, sets up for the figure four. Sean kicks him out of that. 
uh, hits the ref, bumps the ref. Sean getting ready, getting hot up, and getting ready for that sweet chin music. Rody cuts him off with a clip. Uh, Jarrett hooks him up, gets him ready for the thing, for the figure four. A little more back and forth. Jarrett goes off the ropes. Rody not paying attention. Grabs Jarrett's foot, who then starts yelling at him. Next thing you know, what do you think he walked into? A little sweet chin music. Clearly Joe was more sober than I was. No, I just really like this match. <laughs> I just really like this match. Caught him with sweet chin music, cuts him in the face, one, two, three, and your new Intercontinental Champion, the Heartbreak Stripper, Shawn Michaels. And then, after that, his glorious win with the fireworks and all that jazz, Shawn Michaels goes backstage, it's fine, and then Doc Mitchell comes up. Doc Hendricks. Hendricks. No, his new name is Doc Mitchell. We're going to call him yeah, Doc Mitchell now. Paul, New Vegas Stop. reference. It's Whatever. Fucking yeah, Michael Hayes shows up. Yeah. Michael Hayes shows up. Was it Michael Hayes? Yeah, Doc Hendricks. Michael Hayes. That's Michael Hayes. Oh, shit. Did anyway. I just blow your fucking world no, up? No, I just. I blew your world up, didn't I? Just, no, oh, I blew your world up. But, anyway, so Michael Hayes shows up and is way too much for me and Joe to handle, so we're like, we're going to take a break. No, I remember watching about 30 seconds because it was a whole thing. It's like, oh my god, I saw Jared and Rody yelling at each other. And then Rody popped him in the face and Jared just left. Bam! You know what that whole thing was about? I found this out too by listening to other podcasts. I think it was Joe vs. The World. Shout out to them. Uh, Love those shows. Don't know why you guys don't make those anymore. Uh, I was watching, or I was listening to Joe vs. The World. It was retrospective on 1995. Jared was leaving the company. Um, I don't know if it was a drug thing or like a, uh, a wellness thing. WCW. Oh, it was, but I don't remember what it was. If it was money issue or if it was a, a, a wellness thing. Like, they really didn't have a wellness policy at the time. It might have been just him saying, fuck it, I don't want to work here anymore. And, like, knew that his push was going well, nowhere. Well, because the clicks. Yeah. Yeah, and so he bailed and then uh, decided bye-bye. And then we went and see uh, Double J for another year. God, uh, forever and a Sunday, so... You're a half, something like that. Yeah. I don't think he showed up in WCW. World Championship Wrestling. World Championship. 1997, something like that. No, he showed up in 95. He was there in 95 because he showed up on Nitro and then they started interacting him and Mongo because he was trying to get into the Horseman in in 95. Like, I remember those, those Nitro episodes. But yes. we're not talking about WCW. No, we will though someday. That's Trust me, I think there's going to be a whole ep- like we're going to do a whole series on WCW from the 2000, just 2000 WCW. That Joe's shit show. Crazy. Joe's crazy. I'm. He's talking like Thunder people. Thunder's garbage. Hey, shush your mouth. Thunder had some great matches. <laughs> I, you know how hard I popped for a a, a Bismarck Junior versus. Uh, Silver King match. I got hard for that. I go hard for that. But Holy torque. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Joe was torqued for Thunder. I'm always WCW torqued. Thunder. I'm always torqued for WCW Thunder. Um, so, yeah, where did we go from this little nugget here? So, Michael Hayes did his thing, and then we were like, nope, done. Boom. Take one, done. Didn't even attempt to record because we were drunk and too tired. 
to do so. Yeah. And Michael Hayes had too much energy. I think I literally legitimately got off work super late that day too, and I was just like, I just went to bed now. And like, yeah, yeah, me too. So and I went to bed. Beer and went home. So uh, yeah, we missed uh, two matches that uh, we caught up on the highlight reel. Because honestly, what are we missing? YouTube's your best friend. Yeah, because I think we got the best matches out of the way. I mean, honestly, the tag match for shits and gigs would probably be like... It was eh, 10 minutes, almost I 11. would probably like it because it's a Luger match. And you know what the best part of a Luger match is? His yelling. Like he just throws punches and, and then somebody hits him. He's like, ah. Like he sounds like he's dying. Hey, so... Sorry, guys. Um... We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next match is Owen Hart versus Herb. Owen Hart, <laughs> Owen oh, Hart and Yokozuna versus with Jim Cornette in the corner. Fuck you, Jim Cornette. And Mr. Fuji, I would say. And Mr. Fuji. And Fuji versus the Allied Powers for the Uninformed, which is Lex Luger and the British Bulldog. I believe British Bulldog still had his 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 braids. Braid. He didn't have the braids. Uh, or at least the curly wavy hair. You know what I mean? Well, He's had one of those two things. Uh, yeah, for the tag titles. This was for the, for the tag, tag titles. titles. Um, pretty good. What it looked like, pretty good. You know, uh, kickoff, uh, dissension between Owen and, uh, Yoko. Uh, to a point where Owen and Yoko were standing in the ring, and Yoko straight gangster shoves Owen out of the way. Like, he's like, fuck you, and then Owen falls back. I got back. fat to do. Yep, and then said in the corner, because that's what he had to do, and then Owen, classic Owen, uh, stood for, you know, a good 80% of that match, and then just took all the bumps, took uh, some double teams from Luger and Bulldog, and there was a pretty close to a botched back body drop that happened, where Owen had to catch himself in midair and basically land face first <laughs> on the mat, like it looked terrible. Um... Tag into Yoko, back and forth stuff with Yoko. Uh, double team back body drop from the Allied Powers onto yeah. Yokozuna. Um, there was a point where Yoko was running after Bulldog in the corner and Owen was holding him, but Bulldog was able to pull himself free from Owen. And Yoko runs into the corner. Uh, Luger's getting fired up, beating Yoko up a little bit. Uh, referee gets distracted. Uh, Owen with a back kick or an enziguri or something like that. Uh, something that knocks him down. Yeah, classic Owen. And then uh, Yoko with a classic uh, butterball leg drop on uh. Lex Luger for the one, two, three, and the victory to new WWE no. tag team. Still, champions. WWE Still. tag team champions Owen and Yoko. Looked All like right. it was a decent match. Uh, I probably will watch it at some point, but not now because I don't want to. Nope. So. Well, why do you have to send me a, a text message? Oh, so we're right. getting text messages right now on Fantastic. the Fantastic. So, at this point, we already covered the Undertaker comma fucking match, mm -hmm. which is where this would line up on a pay-per-view. Which I don't know how they pulled that off live. Because I don't even think they showed it live on pay-per-view, but somehow made it on there, so go figure. Um, thanks Coliseum home video. Coliseum, we miss Woo! you. Um, so are we ready for the main event? So we're in the, 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 the third sequel for this shit show called Diesel and Psycho Oh State. my god, the greatest technical outing. I mean, you heard London me talk Jets. about 
Okada Omega. Fuck that noise. We're talking Diesel Sid 3, which isn't even 3 because that tag match really doesn't count. Kind Diesel of. Sid 2 and a half and three quarters. And like, this is kind of the biggest fucking deal. This is the greatest two grapplers on, on planet Earth. And you have lumberjacks out there? Excuse Ooh. me, sir? Excuse me? So, for the lumberjacks, we have Eli Blue. Who the fuck is that? King Mabel. Uh, that would be Mo, one of the Harris boys. IRS, comma, King Kong Bundy, oh shit. Tatanka, Henry O'Godwin, Brad Brett, Brad, Brad Radford, Skip, Tom Pritchard, uh, Jimmy Del Rey, Jacob Blue, JPL, Manitar, Razor Ramon, Savio Vega, Hunter Hurst Helmsley, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, the one two three kid, Mountain Man Rock, Atom Bomb, that's a joy. Uh, <laughs> Bob Holly, Duke Dorsey, oh, Fatou, Billy Gunn, Bart Gunn, Travis and Troy, and finally HBK Man Stripper. Man Stripper Michaels. Um, yeah, because then we get Sid comes out first with his group with the corporation. And here comes Big Daddy Cool, along with Shawn Michaels, doing a little classic, uh, big guy, little guy, cool guys, two dudes with attitudes, walk out, uh, made the fans go nuts. Um, the continuation of Let's Get Diesel the Fuck Over, uh, just keeps rolling on, and it's just not working, people, nobody's getting it. Look, guys, we have a match that consists of maybe ten moves. At tops. Uh, if we're lucky. If, if we're, we're lucky. lucky. Ten moves. So, tops. clothesline, big boots, power bombs. Power bombs. Oh, well, let's, power bombs. let's not miss the uh, most athletic move I think I've ever seen Kevin Nash do in his entire life. Where he jumped, legitimately ran and jumped over the top rope onto a crowd. He basically stage-dived onto some lumberjacks. But is that impressive? Yeah. Kind of. Because he's, he's a big dude, and he don't do that for nobody. And you know for a fact Vince had to give him an extra 50 bucks for that one. And he stopped playing basketball because his knees are fucked. Yep, and that's pretty much what happened. And uh, we got a Shawn Michaels dive. Some interference here and there. IRS takes it. Uh, Sid gives him a power bomb, which everyone gets excited about. Diesel. Uh, on Diesel. Diesel IRS. Yeah, um, and then uh, Sid goes for another power bomb. Back body drops that pool. A uh, little bit of interference. People getting tussled. People getting tossed over. This and that. Back and forth. Um, the match ends with a big fucking boot that isn't even that impressive. From the corner. Like I'm. I, I think remember. Sid ran into it because last time yes. he was waiting for the clothesline. He waited for the clothesline. I'm assuming he waited for the boot this time too. Um, I don't know if you remember test back yes. in like 0203 when he like 0103 or 01 through 03 where he had his finisher was the big boot where he did that running ass big boot had the thigh slap and everything and it sounded like it fucking hurt that would sell as like okay i would totally get it if somebody got hit with that and got pinned that makes sense this was the most gingerous fucking hit your ramen noodle hair big boot i've ever seen in my fucking life and it was Atrocious as fuck. Like it was oh, terrible. It was bad. It was bad. 
Real bad. Like, George and Byron, okay? Like, that was bad. Like, that was fucking bad. You guys should be happy we did this podcast for you so you don't have to watch it. Yeah, because we didn't even fucking watch it, to be honest with you. Highlight reels. We were looking. Highlight reels. We saved you from we saved you from going back to YouTube. You want to do it? That's on you, man. We we tell you not to. I highly recommend that you don't. That part sucked. Just, it just looked like it looked like a repeat of uh, of uh, yeah, In Your House one. one, just without the fuck finish. But we get kind of a fuck finish with a stupid big boot. Like Kevin Nash got so lazy at that point in time, was like, "Well, I'm working a lot of big guys. I don't really feel like picking them up for a power bomb." My shoulder hurts. All right. I woke up. My ankle feels wonky. My lasagna hurts. I don't know. All right. I ate too much linguine. I can't do it. Uh, The summers are kicking in. I don't know. I don't know what he does. Um, Yeah. No. It was bad. Like, I just, it did not look appealing. I feel like we didn't miss anything. So, yeah. And then it goes off the air with, you know, the click throwing up some two sweets before anybody knew what the fuck that was. Uh, Diesel holding the championship, still being the man, the myth, the legend, the wrestling fucking god that he is. Um, and then all the while, everyone's starting to hype up uh, SummerSlam. Because the main event's going to be uh, Big Daddy Cool versus uh, Big Fat Fucking Willy Wonka Mabel Ball. Woo! Uh, that's exciting right there. And that's why we're not fucking covering it. Like, we might do a SummerSlam retrospective someday. But not next... Nope, not... Nope, not doing it. Not going to fucking do it. Although, we might do Sean versus Razor. Uh, yeah, we might just do that as a specialty, you know, cover that's a match. Been- a month late, but, you know, we'll do the Sean Razor's epics that happen. Right, and for those who've been waiting, uh, if there's two reasons that it took so long for us to record. One is the truth, and one is us making something up. Uh, and we'll let you figure it out. It's either that we thought, you know what sounds great? Let's do it on, let's record these in-your-house pay-per-views on the month that it took place. Or, we're just lazy pieces of shit and don't want to record ever. Um, or busy as fuck, so you choose. You do the choosing, Susan. It's on you. You figure it out. That's right, Susan. You choose. You choose. And that was uh, In Your House too, Zachary. Fantastic. Alright, so uh, let's see. What do we do first? Uh, worst to best? Or beer rating. Do we do beer rating first? Rating. I don't know. Whichever one. Uh, let's do worst to best first. Uh, um, let's do, let's, let's, let me hear your worst to best first. Because I still have to figure out my level. Uh, let's not count the Coliseum home video version with the two cool matches. Alright, so even though I have my problems with Sean and Jeff Jarrett, probably number one. Um, number two would probably be... Uh, the men on a mission versus the Cubans, and four would probably be Owen and Yoko, uh, and then the other one's just kind of whatever. Like I didn't really like the Rodian one two three kid match, and you know we we heart big hard eyes for. Sid and Diesel, so, you know, so that's going to be number one. I feel like that's going to be our uh, 
we're both on the same page with our number one uh, once again this month is uh, the number one worst match of this pay-per-view is gotta be the main event baby uh, mine's is gonna be one Shawn Michaels and Jarrett for the IC title obviously it show you know great choice uh, two little bit of a fucking thing because you're not cool enough to know it uh, Rhodey versus one two three kid I thought that was a hell of a goddamn match that they put on um, number three I would give to how many matches were there five that aired that we watched we are lazy if there was only five matches <laughs> and we didn't even get through the last two. So was there two, six? One. Oh, yeah, it was six because the there was the Bam Bam. There was the Bam Bam and. Oh, uh, I went to King of the Ring. What the fuck? Yeah, because there was six. There was a Bam Bam uh, Henry O'Gargan match. Oh, I forgot that one. <coughs> <coughs> one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we're lazy as fuck. Yeah, six ma- Was it five matches? There's only six matches. Six matches. I'll give it to us. Six matches. We got through four of them. I'm proud of us. Um, so yeah, number one, IC title match. Number two, uh, one, two, three, kid versus Rhodey. Number three, I'll give to. Um, I'll give to Razor and Savio Vega versus uh, the Wonderball Twins. Yeah, versus the Wonka Twins. Uh, number. four... Four, I'll give to um, probably the Allied Powers match versus uh, Yoko and, and uh, Owen, just because it's an Owen Hart match and I love Owen. Uh, number five is obviously going to be Bam Bam versus Henry O'Godwin. And the last, the number one fucking terrible pieces of shit matches that we could think of in this pay per view is Oz, the greatest two technical big men on the planet Earth of Diesel and Sid Lumberjack match. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, oh, drink rating. Let's figure that out. Uh, uh, let's go I don't one through... remember what we rated the last one. One through five. We did one through five on drink. Uh, we gave the last one three. Did we? Yeah, we gave the last one three. Three drinks. Because it was smooth for the most, for a couple of matches, because it was a Bret Hart doubleheader. Remember? Yeah, that's and true. that evened everything out, and that handicap match wasn't too terrible. I'm gonna say, well, is it one, one to five, one being the best or least amount of drinks? One being a good paper, <laughs> like dope as shit. Five meaning this is a, the biggest hunk of shit on planet Earth. Probably gonna have to go with three point five. Considering we didn't finish it, and... Wow, 3.5 compared to last one, we only gave it 3. You hated it that much, didn't you? Fucking stupid. Guess what? I'm only gonna give it 2. You had more than that. You're I did. Liar. But I only drank <laughs> 2 during the pay-per-view. I give it 2. 2 drinks. I don't think it took that much, and if it was, the drinking really had to kick in for the last match. For maybe the last... Right, but like once you get to the Bam Bam Henry Godwin match, then you start drinking, and then you enjoy the Shawn Michaels match while you're drinking, and then you get to the Allied Powers match, and then you get to the main event, and then you just start pounding. You start pounding drinks. So I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two. You know, a two point five. We'll do two point five. Okay, two and a half drinks for this pay per view because it wasn't bad, and I think. 
Again, I have a weird boner for that roadie one, two, three kid match. It was a good ass match. And okay. Challenge accepted. You're a challenge accepted. So you give it three and a half. You give it three and a half. I give it two and a half. Means Zach's more of an alcoholic right now than I am. Still thing. Um, no, just for this pay per view. It's perfectly fine. Uh, Obviously, you're gonna find out that as we roll on with these in your houses, we're gonna disagree about some stuff, but it's perfectly fine. It's up to you, people out there, to uh, listen and maybe go back your gutsy enough and watch it. And make your own judgments. So, uh, no, it was a struggle for Zach to watch that thing. So I definitely understand why he gave it three point five. Two point five for me because the concert ruined everything. That's why he got the point five. Um, maybe just the full, maybe one extra point or extra. There was a lot of Jeff Jarrett, so you know, that's my that's my. You know what? Just because of the concert, I might just give it a three. Fuck it. You gave it 3.5, I'll give it a 3 just because of the Jeff Jarrett concert. Which is fine because he's not going to be around much longer. So no. congrats, Jeff. That's good. Yeah, fucking loser. Glad GFW's doing great. Alright, so... So, yeah, no, that was uh, pretty much it. Um, just to let you guys know what's down with Pipeline. Yeah. Uh, Netflix has a show called Glow oh, that yeah. we might do a review, watch, talk about, whatever. Yeah. Uh, It'll probably be a shorter podcast than this. Which is our whole shtick. Um, yeah. yeah, no, we we're, we're, we're talking about it, we're discussing it. Yep. Yeah, we're talking, discussing about, you know, uh, doing the next one being a special, uh, a special drunken in your house, a little extra in your house, if you will, or in your house, drunk in your house extra of uh, uh, our review of Glow, which is based off of the new Netflix uh, a series based off of the 80s, uh, 80s TV show, yeah. It was a TV show promotion thing. It was a weird fucking spiel. Uh, actually, because I've been catching up too, like, I, I watched the series and stuff like that. And I, obviously, like, growing up, like, you heard about Glow and stuff like that, or people would tell you about Glow and stuff, um, who were wrestling fans. And that were older and that we understood it. And so I knew what Glow was going into it. And I thought it was a reboot. Of Glow. And I was like, holy shit, Netflix picked up on this? Like, that's dope as hell. Like, they got their own thing. And then when I realized it was just a show based off it, I was like, alright, like, I'll give it a shot. So, uh, we're definitely going to send you guys a review and we're going to record that for you guys. And uh, hopefully, you guys dig it. Hopefully, not a month. Um, because I kind of, yeah, hopefully, no, hopefully, we shoot for, uh, for at Two least weeks a, at the most. At least a couple weeks. If not, we're definitely going to send that your way. Uh, come August and uh, if we throw that we might throw you guys another extra one um, so expect either expect that and expect uh, possibly in your house three either late August if not early, early September because I want to stick with these months since we're you know since we're already on this track already so um, so yeah I figure uh, that's about all we got left for the folks right anything else that you got that you could think of? Nope. Uh, anything you want to promote? Nope. <laughs> you don't want to promote Facebook or anything like that? Okay. Alright, well, uh, I suppose I can promote the... My Facebook. i got a Facebook. Just type in uh, uh, my name. Joe Wajardo. You'll find it. You don't know how to spell it? Ask somebody. Uh, I have a Twitter. So if uh, when this comes up, I'm going to put that on my Twitter, and then people can listen it on Twitter, 
um, Twitter. on Twitter, and then I think that'll probably be, I'll probably end up turning my Twitter that I have randomly into our Twitter for the show, yeah. and then, you know, we'll post new episodes and, you know, updates and stuff like that, so uh, follow us, it's at, uh, at... I don't even know. I gotta look it up. We'll get back to you guys. Right. We'll we'll send you stuff. Uh, just search my name, Joe Ardo. Obviously, you'll find me somewhere. Um, and follow me on there because that's pretty cool. Um, and SoundCloud is where we're at. Currently. Yeah, SoundCloud. We're a part of the Shell, uh, the Shell Shop Network. Thanks, Greg. Big ups to the big ups to the Greg man uh, for hooking it up. Uh, we couldn't do this without him, and we couldn't do it without you guys taking listens because that's what motivated us to do this to continue doing this is knowing that people wanted to hear it or people were listening to it and gave it a shot and were willing to want to take listen on your behalf yeah and or enjoy listening to two babbling fools talk about terrible 90s wrestling so um yeah so uh, that's pretty much it right yeah y'all have yourselves a quick yep so for right? zach uh zach attack ward um jam master joe you guys have a beautiful 4th of July, and as we said last time, and as we say this time, you know who we are, are but you don't know why we're here. Take it easy, guys.